Thank you for joining me on another episode of the Corporate Cowboys Podcast. My name is Alex. If you don't know by now, I'm your host, silly. <laughs> this is this is a cathartic professional development free session podcast. So every one of these episodes is about 30 minutes. You can treat it as a consultation, one that you did not ask for, but one that you walked into, right? Pretend, let's pretend, right? You walk into my office and you ask me a question, just point blank. How would a corporate cowboy do this? How would a corporate cowboy approach that? Right? If you don't have a circle of friends you can do that with, if all your friends are jerk-offs and fuck around and bullshit, smoke drugs, drink every weekend, if you don't have any time with them that you can build something productively, have a, a conversation that revolves around growing and improving yourself professionally to get after that motherfucking bread and butter, bread and butter, butter and guns, right? Then you run into us or you come to us. Reach out. You can find us on Instagram. It's IG, right? At Corporate Cowboys with the Z at the end. We're also on Patreon. It's the Corporate Cowboys podcast. Multiple tiers are open, right? There's always space. Come on in. Some of those tiers, the higher up you go, have more exclusive Q&A sessions. You can get personalized content. Also, you can write to us. I mean, we'll write back. Just give us a little time, obviously. We can set something up if you want uh, something tailored to you. If you want personal career consulting, coaching, motivation in that sense. A different perspective on your situation on how to move up through corporate and be that cutthroat motherfucker you know you are but righteous hit us up we're stand-up guys with criminal minds stand-up guys with criminal minds i'll double down <laughs> uh we're on uh what is it rumble youtube just about any place that podcasts are distributed so without further ado oh proof of life first today is friday march 3rd if you're ready for the weekend, nice. If you're not ready for the weekend, I mean, the weekend is here, dog. If you're not sharpening your knives, oiling down your guns, what the fuck are you doing? You're, you're, yeah. <laughs> All right. This question is coming from r slash career guidance. And the question is tagged for advice, flared for advice. They're fl flagging us. They want us to give advice, right? And now I'm hopeful because, well, the body is not that long, but typically what I do is I read it closely. I read it to you and I pull from it. You see, I'm giving you the blueprint on how to move like a corporate cowboy. I'm giving you my secret recipe for how I consult with clients. So I'm taking this question. And I'm treating this person as if they were my hypothetical client, though nothing again, again, nothing. I say, and I say this every episode, nothing that I say nothing that is conveyed across the social media accounts of the corporate cowboys ought to be construed to be legal advice, right? If you don't fucking know us, then you don't know us. But if you know us, you more than likely owe us, okay? So we'll be coming to collect your bitch ass shortly. <laughs> collect on that ass shortly. Um, as we read the question, right, if... For whatever reason, we think we could add nuance or pull inferences in the in terms of context 
then we'll go ahead and do that. I'll let you know how and why, right? Because then that will help us better inform any opinion we could possibly create because we don't have the hypothetical clients in front of us. We can't ask them interview questions back to back with follow-ups in between, right? So we do the best that we can given the materials that are given to us by the OP or our hypothetical client through what they type. Hopefully, hopefully, because they're on the path of professional development, that's why we even go to these forums and subreddits. Hopefully, because they're on the path to professional development, they've written somewhat coherently. I don't necessarily read all these questions beforehand, right? So if I read through it and it's utter shit, I'll let you know. If it's poorly written, I'll let you know. If it could be be written better, again, the questions that we could ask in order to pull more information in an interview in terms of uh, background, context, circumstantial evidence we might need, I'll ask those questions. Those are questions that you might want to write down, notes that you want to take, whether it's on a pad and paper, with a pen, you want to do that on your phone or in your mind. If you're listening to this while you drive, while you work, maybe you're working the late night shift and you're thinking, what would a corporate cowboy do to move out of third shift? (laughs) But I don't think this question is about that. This question is asking, I have completely ruined my life by getting a worthless degree. What should I do? Question mark. (laughs) So many, so many such cases. It's sad, really. It's unfortunate, though. I'm more so laughing because, I mean, they chose it, right? They went through, they were led like sheeps to the slaughter sheeps they were led like cattle like sheep to the slaughterhouse and uh were absolutely violated in college uh i tend to think that these were individuals that were told that a bachelor's degree would like absolutely secure them some employment and then life comes around and is like you know what dog we don't need We don't need another psychology major. We don't need another political science major. All you motherfuckers out here are just shitting on prospects because you don't know how to market your bullshit. We don't need another gender studies, another woman in the workplace fucking, uh, what is it? LGB fucking identifying. How do identifiers, you know, we don't need those fucking majors. We don't need them. We need you. As individuals to put in work, we don't we don't need what you represent, right? You have to sell us on that. You have to market us, and if it's bullshit, we'll see through it. I'm sorry, I'm got a little flare, got a little heated there. But corporate doesn't want to hear about your fucking bullshit. Corporate wants to see results, and you can sell us results, right? Which is why. I suppose we have uh, certain months that are designated, right, to certain identities. And the more you think about it, like a corporate cowboy, the more it makes sense that it's an entire month and that it's 
the same month every year. So it's a month to look forward to creating inventory and stocking shelves and just capitalizing and profiting off of profit. Is it profiting or profiteering? Profiteering. Profiteering off of these virtue signaling bitch made motherfuckers who are going to go buy the shirts, buy the hats, buy the cock rings or whatever the fuck. They really get down to the nitty gritty, to the niche, to the niche targets. What is it now? Harry Potter, right? (laughs) Again, Harry Potter's hot all of a sudden because they came out with a game and I hear it's shit anyways. I mean, I don't play video games, but it it could be shit. It could not be shit. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) I haven't read a lick of this, of the body on this question, but I'll start now. So they say, they start, I messed up my life by getting a journalism degree. (sighs) I mean, journalism, you could still do, but. Knowing what I know of higher education, of public institutions, especially in Western civilization today, I mean, it, that shit's going to be dripping, dripping with Marxism or socialism, left, leftism or rightism, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's going to be dripping with bias and bullshit and outright fuckery. And I doubt, I doubt you'll be able to, to put together a good journalistic methodology without it without it being rotted with social justice unfortunately it's unfortunate but real journalists still exists right they're investigative they are uh, they infiltrate they infiltrate and exfiltrate using covers. I mean, it's harder in today's day and age because you're necessarily taking up an identity. You're infiltrating corporate or whatever organization that you want to get dirt on. It could be a formal or informal. It could be a professional. It could be criminal, right? You are necessarily embedding yourself in a certain culture. It, it takes in an, an, an ethno, what's it called? An ethnographic approach to investigation you actually have to get your hands dirty which a lot of people in today's day and age don't want to do so what they get a journalism degree and they go work for cnn or fox and they're just they're not even reporting they're repeating (laughs) they're just repeating what they've been told to say they're not even reporting on findings anymore they're not finding shit (laughs) all right the question the question let's go back to the fucking prompt this person says i'm a stereotypical loser dog why you gotta put yourself down but i get it you graduate with a journalism degree at least at least you're (laughs) self-aware they say i'm nearly 27 i'm nearly 27 you ain't that old dog you still have time i this could be a male or a female i'll talk to you the same way why because this is this is what I do in my off time. I could be on break. I could be just in the morning getting ready. I could, this could be after work, right? You're coming into my office. And unless you have engaged me professionally on a professional level, unless you're paying for my services, I'll talk to you however I damn well please. As long as I'm not 
physically hurting you. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Because some <laughs> some motherfuckers. Uh, continuing. I'm nearly 27. I still live with my parents. Again, not unnormal in today's uh, market. Not unnormal, right? Still fixable, still resolvable. Not unnormal. I have, they continue, I have a low-paying job that's completely dead-end. I chose journalism because I'm too stupid to do anything else. Yes, I know I should have dropped out. I have zero interests in life itself, so I definitely don't have any preferred careers. You sound depressed, homie. You sound like you're in a depressed state. I have zero passions. Well, goddamn. (laughs) I mess up everything I touch in technical work. I've tried. Also, in a bunch of debt. So I don't even know if it makes sense to get into even more debt. Why would you get into even more debt? Doing what? Going back to school, I take it. But if if you didn't put forth the effort, if you're not disciplined. Damn, this reminds me of... Maybe it was last episode where I was talking about discipline. You don't need a passion if you have a discipline, right? You just gotta get gotta get moving. You just gotta get moving and your brain will catch up. But if you're not even moving, then your brain is sitting idle and your brain is necessarily eating itself. Your brain is deteriorating and you're getting sadder and more depressed. And I'm not gonna take it to the end. I'm not gonna take that hyperbole to the end but you just got to get moving you need discipline in your life you need somebody to whip you in the shape maybe maybe you need a corporate cowboy on your ass reach out to us reach out to us i mean we'll keep you accountable to some degree obviously we can't tie uh, twine to your fucking joints and limbs and move you around like a marionette i mean we, we can't do that we can't fly out to where you are and stick a gun to your head and make you do, make you do things, make you create. Nah, I mean that's that's on you. That's on you. When you hit rock bottom, it's no, it's funny. It, it is funny when you hit rock bottom, and I've said this before. When you hit rock bottom, when you're at your wit's end, when you're at the wrong end of a gun, and the end is literally this close from meeting you you are this close from meeting your end your brain is on fire with ideas your brain is in hyperdrive creating innovating just just combining synthesizing ways to get the fuck out i've seen it well i've heard about it (laughs) (laughs) and and what you need now is to hone that state into something stable right because that's that's unstable you you can't hold that forever you're 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 in a state of adrenal shock essentially but you can't hold that state forever i i don't believe it's as sustainable as most make it out to be right but you need some degree of that you need a little taste of it, something that's stable, something that you can come back to as your source 
of inspiration, as your source of drive and motivation to keep you alive, not just to keep you alive, but to push you to find areas in which you can thrive, right? If you move, then your brain follows. If you are doing something professionally, sooner or later, your passion shows up. This person says, I have zero passions. I mess up everything. I touch in technical work I've tried. Also, in a bunch of debt, so I don't know if it makes sense to get into even more debt. More debt doing what? What the fuck do you need to get into more debt for? You live with your parents. Don't, don't do that to them, right? You're going to dig yourself a deeper hole, one that they'll never find you in. Damn, that already came off of as... <sighs> At this point, they write, I'm basically soulless and do whatever that makes a lot of money. What? And and do whatever. At this point, I'm basically soulless and do whatever that makes a lot of, or would do. Would do whatever it takes. Would do, do whatever that makes. You see, this sentence is fucked because I don't know if they're, sell, if they're saying that they would sell their soul or that they have no soul, but they make a lot of money, right? Because this person says they're fucking broke. So I'm going to take it as them being soulless. And I probably, what, if they have no soul to sell, they're going to sell their ass. At this point, I'm basically soulless, they write, and do whatever that makes a lot of money. Ah, what? That makes no fucking sense. Okay, continuing. If I'm going to hate life, I might as well hate it while not being mocked by my friends and family for being poor. Okay, so then that first sense means that they would sell their soul for money. Well, you don't have to, right? Because... You don't have one. <laughs> You're soulless, remember? <laughs> You're, I am basically soulless and would do whatever it takes. It takes to make a lot of money? That's probably it. So, <clears throat> what what do you do? What do you do to make a lot of money? Well, you're a journalist. Maybe you could go interview the fucking peoples down south and get yourself a couple bricks. But nah, nah, you probably ain't getting your hands dirty like that. You're probably not that investigative. You probably haven't even researched it. You're probably really not looking into, and I mean looking into like a journalist, you're probably really not looking into those connects, right? You're not at your wit's end. You're not being creative at all, my friend. You're not thinking extra legal. You're not thinking extracurricular. You're not thinking extraordinarily. <laughs> you are the stereotypical loser. And you write that here yourself. Now, I'm not going to knock our hypothetical clients for not having street knowledge, right? We're not all born with it. All of us learn it either through hard knocks or uh, secondhand experiences. You know, it might not be you behind the gun. Maybe you were in the room and you just learned that shit secondhand, right? Anyways, <clears throat> they say... They'll do whatever it takes, or they'll they'll do whatever to make a lot of money. I would recommend using what they know now, right? If you want to start making money now, using what you learn, using what you know now, put that to work. See, when I went 
to undergrad and I have experimented. I've dabbled a little here or there with the extra legal, extracurricular, that shit that I mentioned beforehand. I dabbled a little bit. Never got into it too heavy because, because I saw alternatives, right? I was at my wit's end. And like I said, that state, that agitated state of adrenal I don't know if it's, if it's, it's not addiction, but it's like a, what's the term I'm looking for? I'm looking for, it, it's just like a, like a utility, like a dependence. It is a dependence, I guess, right? Maybe I'm softening the word addiction. I'm, I'm, I'm politically correcting the word addiction, but it's a, it's a reliance on this adrenal response. It's not sustainable, right? So I figured because I was still keeping gainful employment that I would move up through there and work hard and actually promoting myself. So what did I do? Well, being at my wit's end, I started picking up books, books that even if they did not interest me, were interesting, right? I just picked them up and my brain followed. I was... Again, I've always been a stand-up guy, just had a criminal mind. And the criminal mind took more control, but I was able, I was able to transmute that criminal intent into something productive. So I was reading books on how to win friends and influence people and that sort of thing, right? On how to manage teams, that sort of thing, and was able to then promote myself, literally. That's a story for, that could be a story for another podcast. I got like 10 minutes, but I want, I don't want to burn your guys' brains down. I don't want to melt yours and have it come out the ears. I learned, I learned through trial how to promote myself because the organization that I was in didn't have a clear cut pathway for me to do so. So I had to go knocking on, on, on heaven's door, essentially. And let them know that I was ready to move up. And that I had earned my stripes behind their back. They didn't even give me my stripes. I had to get those stripes. Kind of thing. See, that's that's moving like you're in the street still. I'm not waiting in line. There's no such thing as seniority when you're a hustler. When you're fucking hungry. A cutthroat. A corporate cowboy. There's no such thing. Like, oh, the longer you've been, you've been with us five years now we're gonna fucking promote you've been with us 10 years as soon as a spot opens up you're the first one to get promoted no we're not i'm not about that life right i'm (laughs) i'm about that death and it's the death of my past self so i can move the fuck up and get paid what i'm worth right but what this person sounds like is like what our hypothetical client sounds like is that they are missing drive they're missing discipline they're missing motivation they're not they're not being hunted down they're not wanted they don't have a price on their head they probably go to sleep i don't know probably jerking off or something or uh what's the other one uh just fucking masturbating i don't know if the male or female who gives a fuck they're probably they could probably be going to sleep late watching TV, got crumbs all over the bed. And to me, 
Yes, that's a stereotypical loser. But if you recognize it and don't do shit about it, fam, you can take that debt to the grave with you. You can you can take your student loans and depart for we never knew you. Sort of sort of thing. <laughs> Again, I'm not knocking I'm not knocking the degree, right? If 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 these other bullshit degrees, these other politically correct social justice degrees, if if they were at all marketable, motherfuckers would be marketing them, right? But even then, they're not profitable long term, which is why you see them being rotated in and out, just passed around like a whore every other month. <laughs> Nobody wants to hold on to this social dis-ease of fucking social justice, fucking political, correct, fucking critical race. Nobody, they don't want to hold on to it for too long because it rots motivation. It rots creativity. It's actually counterproductive. It's not productive at all. It's profitable in the short term. Right, very profitable because there is a market for it, but that market is done within the month. Why do you think they're rotating these motherfuckers out? You got February, you got March, you got June, you got parades, you got all this other bullshit. They just wrote, they're just rotating them in and out every month as if they were inventory. That's it. (laughs) You want to knock capitalism, knock yourself down first because capitalism is here to stay. Capitalism takes your weakness and magnifies it for you to see. Capitalism takes your money and magnifies it for you to see. You have a good idea? Capitalize it. Tell me if it doesn't make you more money. Go ahead. Good ideas. You want to make great ideas, righteous ideas, capitalize those. And tell me they don't make you more money. In the long term, right? In the long term. There is a difference between, let's say, a good idea and a righteous idea, or I guess a bright idea and a righteous idea. You know, an idea that first causes a spark and says, you know what, there's a bunch of fucking soft-jawed, drooling idiots who will buy shirts that are multicolored or all one color and have specific symbols like fists pointing up in the air and have weird symbols on them. There's a market for that, but that market is exhausted within one to one and a half months. So we project this percentage of profits coming off of those costs of goods sold that we could turn over into nice ratio, (laughs) right? These folks exist. And they sit at tables that you're not included in, that you're not even welcome to. You might be able to get in if you were a a journalist who was worth their weight and salt, who was actually worth, uh, uh, who was actually worth the time to talk to. But I mean, I I, I guess to that extent, you've, you've got to be a journeyman of sorts. You have to be self taught. Self-educated. Why do you think a lot of self-taught, self-educated people are the ones that get knocked down? Are the ones that these institutions don't like coming up with like 
the one that comes that always comes to mind is this hundred mile an hour hundred no hundred mile per gallon carburetor. How come you can't come up with that? How come you can't come up with a water powered car or you get clipped? You get your cranberry juice poisoned. That's a that's a real one. Go look it up. Poison cranberry juice, water powered car. Google that shit. <laughs> See who comes up. See who comes up missing. <laughs> um Let's uh, let's read. Damn, we're at the end of thirty minutes already. This was fun. You see, this is as cathartic as cathartic as it is for me. I hope it helps you. Right? There's questions. Questions abound, even if it comes off as a stream of consciousness, because it's not that I'm not a fan of awkward silences, but I feel like they need to be impregnated with some kind of message, and that typically only occurs in something that is live. And one-on-one. So if you need a session of your own, again, I tell you to reach out. I tell you to reach out because this is fun for me, but it's also what I do for a living. All right. Beyond beyond what I do legally, all that, th- this, this is a passion. This is a passion because this is what I've been trained in. And this is what I've done since I was young, right? Which is a form of journalism, right? So I was taught to study people, to study groups of people, to audit uh, organizations and systems, how they operate, any mechanisms, protocols, procedures, that sort of thing, and uh, make note, make note about gaps and vulnerabilities and opportunity. Motherfucker, I am, I'm, I'm striving to be the consummate professional, but I'm a corporate cowboy first, right? I'll read you a quick comment. We're about at 30 minute mark, but I will play you guys out as they say, I'll play you guys out with a comment here. And it says, I think you're depressed. <laughs> First comment, I think you're depressed and I get why you feel in such a hole. I have an English degree. Yo, English, I think is worse than journalism, at least with journalism. I would think they give you some tools, right? Like even if it's, they, even if it's them teaching you how to lie to get into like the headquarters of YouTube, right? And and be like, hey, I'm I'm from corporate. I'm here to audit your books or some shit. Where's the, where's the safe? Where's the vault? <laughs> Even if they just taught you how to like give a narrative to build a narrative type shit, right? I think that's better than English. In English, what do you got? English composition and creative writing? I mean, maybe you can create a narrative, right? I'm not knocking English either. You've just got to be able to market that bitch You've got to be able to sell it to somebody else for them to hire you and your services. Otherwise, you're sitting with a worthless degree up your ass. Who the fuck wants that? It says, I have an I have an English degree. Let me finish this. I have an English degree and make over six figures now doing in-house marketing. Ooh, clutch. You see, it could be done. It could be done doing in-house marketing. I take it, what, they're, they're copywriting, they're creating uh, marketing campaigns, and all of that, I think, has been informed to a degree by their English degree, right? It's been informed to some extent by what they've learned and how they've been trained through school in, 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 in the practice of English and using English to attract people. Whereas theirs is written, mine might be spoken because I mean, unless you're reading a transcript of what I'm uh, saying here, what I'm saying is what goes. I don't know, that sounded a little weird. 
what I say is what goes. I don't know. That, that sounds weird. Maybe it sounds too self-righteous. Uh, continuing. Your journalism degree is useful for agency or in-house marketing and PR. That's public relations. Public relations is basically for-profit journalism. You're just getting the client story out to journalists. You see, this person, this person knows how to market a journalism degree, right? Now, they didn't ask, they didn't ask because they've got no particular passions. So even though I was necessarily discounting that journalism degree, I was still telling them to market what it is they know, which necessarily means break down what you've learned to its most simple rudiments to the mechanisms that you use in journalism to be a good journalist and go out and market that. It's what you do when you build a resume, right? You could have been a dishwasher at an Applebee's. And even then you're going to market your experience washing dishes, not necessarily as only washing dishes, but what were you doing? You were tracking time of the dishes if you really wanted to break it down to its rudiments, tracking the time of the dishes that are submerged under water, rinsing them, uh, scrubbing any debris off of them, any food left over, making sure they're properly rinsed so no soap is left on because the soap is, while it's non-toxic, it's not uh, 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 consumable. It, it, it's not something that you want to be eating on a regular basis, right? And then you are rinsing them, dunking them into uh, the hot sanitizer, or is it warm sanitizer? I think it's warm sanitizer. Some spots use cold sanitizer, but it's been a minute since I've managed the restaurant. But I mean, I'm in and out, so I know that there are different varieties of the, the sanitizer station. And then letting them air dry. So like you're tracking all of this. And even if that's the only thing you've done, for what, a year or five years, you could still market that, what you do, maintaining the organization. And and if you spin it correctly, like a journalist would, you could spin it as you being the backbone to what makes the operation run, right? But then, you know, that's much more higher level thinking, more higher level consulting. If you're going to be interviewing like that and letting them know how indispensable you were as a dishwasher, just like a journalist, you could take what you learn about creating narratives and distributing them and go into marketing, go into public relations, go into governmental relations, government affairs even, right? Because that's PR now at the government agency level. So you could you could see your way into what becoming not not so much speaker of the house, but uh, what, what's that what's that term called? Like a White House correspondent? Is that the person that we we've been seeing instead of the president who just yammers on about and goes in circles? Really, just yammers on about oh, we'll circle back to that. We'll circle back to that too. That sort of shit. You could see yourself into one of those, right? If you're competent enough, if you are cutthroat enough. But you know what that takes, though, right? You know what that takes? It takes passion. <laughs> Something you don't have, right? And the reason I said it like that is because I wanted to hit you in the fucking stomach. You don't have it. You know what you need to start with? Is discipline. 
the end.